Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, everybody? Man, it's your boy, JT. And we'd like to continue to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in to these devotionals on all social media platforms and outlets. And you guys, just as I always do, you know, I can't get into the word without declaring the word over your life. Uh, so I declare Romans 10, 11. And the Bible says that anybody that trusts in the Lord will never be this grace. So what they're saying is, and it's encouragement to each and every one of us, that when we put our full trust, as the Bible says, and put our full confidence in God alone, then he will never allow us to be put to shame or to be this grace. We're going to continue to navigate through these devotionals on the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be reading today from Luke chapter 12, uh, verse 11 and 12. So without any further ado, man, let's hop into the word. And the reading of God's word is starting in verse 11. It says, and when you are brought to trial in the synagogues and before rulers and authorities, don't worry about how to defend yourself or what to say. Verse 12 says, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what needs to be said. And get amen for the reading of God's word. As I'm reading Luke 12, 11 and 12, I'm immediately thinking about a specific time in the book of Acts. Um, if you go to Acts chapter 4, uh, verses 8 through 12, uh, there's a scene where Peter and John had just been arrested uh, for healing a man, for performing miracles and signs outside of the temples. And so right now they're on trial and they're being questioned. See, you think about a little bit of context before that. The, uh, the day of Pentecost had just happened, right? So the Bible says that 120 of the disciples were up in the upper room. The Holy Spirit came down like in tongues of fire. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in different tongues, different language. They were all in power and dwelt and filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately after that, Peter goes out and preaches one of the greatest sermons ever where 3,000 people get saved. And immediately after that, Peter and John are walking up to the temple and they're going to the gates of beautiful or beautiful gate is what they call it. And then they're spotting and they see a man who was, the Bible says, was lame from birth. So this man could not walk. So he was outside the gates begging. And so when Peter and John walks up, the guy says to Peter and John, look, man, can I have some money? And Peter said, uh, well, my boy, I don't have any money for you. He said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. And he said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth or in the name of Jesus the Nazarene, I tell you, get up and walk. And so the man is fully healed. There's a miracle and a sign that is performed there. He jumps up. He's walking around the temple with Peter and John, having a good time. Everybody is in amazement. And of course, the same people who crucified Jesus, the same people who brought him to trial, the Sadducees, the scribes, and the religious leaders, and the Jewish teachers didn't like that because they thought they had got rid of Jesus. But instead, now they have some little Jesus walking around, guys who are filled with the Holy Spirit, those who are performing the same miracles and signs that he performed. So now Peter and John are arrested, and it brings us back to that moment in Acts chapter 4, verses 8 through 12. And so now all these Sadducees and the religious teachers are asking Peter, they said, Peter, in whose name do you do these miracles? And Peter looks around, and at that time, Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit, as verse 8 says. 
And the Bible says, Peter says, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, the one who you crucified and the one that rose from the dead three days later is who I do these miraculous signs and wonders. And then Peter go on to tell uh, the religious scribes and the Sadducees things that Jesus had taught him. See, we got to think about this. See, think about the, the timetable of all this, right? See, this is the day of Pentecost. But if we think about the life of Peter, how we all know Peter, right? We know Peter to be short-tempered. We all know Peter to be the one that got out of the boat and walked on water, but we make fun of him because he failed. We be the one that, uh, Peter is the one that also cut off the ear of the soldier. Peter is also the one that was kind of bad at fishing. But Peter was also the one that denied Jesus three times on the day that he was crucified. So you think about that last act, Jesus denying, um, I'm sorry, Peter denying Jesus three times, right? And the day of Pentecost, that was 50 days later, so about a month and a half later. So how can a man go from denying Jesus to 50 days later performing miracles and signs in the same name as Jesus? The Bible says there was one key factor that allowed Peter to be afraid to even claim Jesus, to go and preach a sermon that 3,000 people get saved and to start performing the same miracles and signs. And that factor, ladies and gentlemen, is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that Peter was so filled with the Holy Spirit that he was able to perform those same signs and wonders. See, Jesus had taught Peter all these things, right? And so when Peter... Going back to Luke 12, 11 and 12, he was there in that moment when Jesus said, do not worry about what to say when you are bought before the rulers of the synagogue. So immediately, because Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit when he was bought in front of the rulers in the synagogues, then everything that Jesus had taught Peter and John came into remembrance, just as Jesus said. Jesus said the Holy Spirit, the helper, will come and he will teach you all things and he will bring into remembrance the things that I have taught you. Man, that's powerful. So how can we apply this to our lives, right? The first thing that we have to do is we have to invite the Holy Spirit into our lives, right? And the best way to invite the Holy Spirit into our lives is to understand the works, understand the ministries, and understand the roles and responsibility of the Holy Spirit. See, a couple of the things that the Holy Spirit's job is and the ministry of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will come, as I said earlier, will teach you all things, right? So if there's anything that you need to be taught, the Holy Spirit, and when you invite him in your life, he will teach you all things. But he will also teach you and remind you the things that Jesus has taught or remind you of the things that are in the word of God. See, the Holy Spirit is not just going to make up anything. The Holy Spirit is going to remind you of the things that you have uh, read or studied in the word of God. So when there's a person that needs to be ministered to, if there's a situation where you're in facing persecution, then the Holy Spirit is going to remind you of the things that you have already studied. And just as verse 11 and 12 says of Luke 12, he will bring those things to remembrance of you. And you don't even have to try to bring up anything to talk about. The Holy Spirit also uh, will guide you into to all truth. The Holy Spirit is the one that convinces us and convicts us of the sin and righteousness and the judgment of the world. The Holy Spirit is the one that has comforted us, is a healer, is an advocate, is the giver of gifts, is the intercessor. So if you need any of these things in your life, the way to invite the Holy Spirit in is to know his role so that when that role and our need is, is, is in your life, then you can invite the Holy Spirit in and he can accomplish what he was sent to do. 
So, man, I just want to encourage each and every one of us uh, to continue to invite the Holy Spirit in. And the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. If there's anything or anybody that is trying to teach you against what God says, the Holy Spirit will be the one that will lead you into what God says. Let me pray for you. Father God, Lord, I just thank you for this day. Um, I thank you for each and every person right now, Father, that is um, watching or listening to this devotional. Lord, I pray that the word of God, Lord, has continued to penetrate their hearts and their minds. Lord, your word says that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. The Holy Spirit will bring into remembrance the things that you have taught us. We should not be afraid when persecution comes. We should not be afraid in any moment because the Holy Spirit will tell us exactly what we need. So, Father God, according to the word of God, Lord, your word says in 1 John 5, Lord, 14 and 15, when we pray according to your word, you hear us. And when you hear us, Father God, we know that you will give us according to what we ask. So, Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit will indwell and feel, Father God, and saturate each and every person, Lord, Lord, that invite them him, invite him in. So, Father God, I thank you for this moment. Lord, I thank you for the results, the miracles, and the signs. Just as Peter, Father God, 50 days later, filled with the Holy Spirit, the things that you're about to do in those that hear this message. We love you. We believe you, Father, and we receive this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.